Welcome to the Lounge SD Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where three dudes from San Diego have a few drinks and discuss a variety of topics. I'm today's host. My name's Rob, and joining me are... Alan. And Randy. Welcome back, my guys. We're back. <laughs> Hello. I'll be like Randy Quaid in uh, Independence Day. Oh, my gosh. Hey, boys. I'm back. And then. Does he say hey, boys? I don't know if he says hey, boys. I'm sure he says like hey, Hey, boys. I think he says, y'all motherfuckers miss me. (laughs) (laughs) Independence Day. Independence Day. I was trying to think. I was like, wait, how did he end up in the jet? And I was like, oh, yeah, he was a pilot before. That's oh, he, what it was. He was dusting crops. Yeah, he was crop dusting fools. <laughs> oh, man. Then he ended up uh, just picking up a oh, no, multi-million he's... dollar jet and flying it into no, the spaceship. He used to be a fighter pilot. I know, I know. It's just okay. like, they were he just like, oh, person. okay, let's just give him a jet. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, the president's flying around in a jet, too. Like, what? How nasty would it be <laughs> to have a president that was, like, in the Air Force or a naval That used to be a thing, or... I thought. Like, was yeah. that a thing? Was like, they used to be in the military. Yeah, they, some you have of them to serve. Yeah, you for sure have to serve, I think. I don't think you have to. Obviously, Donald Trump didn't serve. But, <laughs> obvi. Obvi. but I'm saying that there were people that have served that oh, yeah. made it to president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, the quote goes, "Hello, boys, I'm back." <laughs> and dude, by the way, man, the, the '90s were just so sick when it comes to action, bro. Oh like, yeah. Speaking of that, like I was watching uh, Fast Nine. Well, I'm okay. not gonna get into a story at all. But like it just reminded me of that kind of like 90s action movie where it's just over the top, just action nonstop. You're barely having a chance to like catch your breath. It's like, dude, this is sick. There's just nonstop. All right. You sold me at first. At first when Nancy Nancy was like, let's go watch Fast 9. I was like, do we should we do we do we want to? I mean, (laughs) but I mean, the good thing was that like. We had other plans that night anyway, so we couldn't. But now I'm a little more intrigued. You have piqued, P-I-Q-U-E-D, my interest. Ooh, okay, with the spelling too. Yeah. Because not peaked, as in like P-E-A-K-E-D. I always thought it was spelled that way, but it's peaked, P-I-Q-U-E-D. So um, grammar, please get at your boy. Or don't get at your boy. Don't don't talk to me. Yeah, keep walking. Don't talk to me. Keep walking. Yeah, I'm in my double digits, and I know my letters. Don't <laughs> or my spelling. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah. Well, both of you guys watched uh, Fast Nine, right? So, Rob, would you? Yeah. You were shaking your head yes, nodding your head yes. Um, it's it's good. It's I wouldn't say it's up there, not top five. So it's not in the top top of the Fast and Furious movies, but it's not the bottom of the Fast franchise. Okay. I mean, it's not I the too fast, too furious. The last one was just utter, bleh, like. But the thing gross. is, like, I just watched that for the first time on what's today? Today's Saturday, so I watched it on Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious is on par with 
uh, Fast 9. Like, as far as, like, action and just nonstop and it's just, like, ridiculous. Oh. Like, okay, this is crazy. Like, I think I think 8 was worse as far as ridiculousness, but 9 is similar on the fact that there's, like, dude, they're just doing crazy stuff. Now, it's not even about cars. It's just an action movie. And it's ridiculous. Like, they just became, like, professional, like, military-grade, like, fighters. Like, they're just sitting there just shooting guns like it's nothing. Like... Mia shows up. I'm like, dude, you're, you're like a mom that whoa, was driving an Intech whoa, back in the day. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. All she was right. in the trailers. She was in the trailers. Was she? But like, yeah. But she's sitting there just shooting guns and they're going up against like military people. Like it's nothing. They went from boosting cars to fighting the government. But so it's only been the government. 20 like, years, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're old. That doesn't help. Yeah. They're old. No, no, but I meant like they could have, you know, took some jujitsu uh, classes at the Y. Okay, I see what you're saying. Hit the range, no, but there's nothing, no, no. All right. Well, before we get into any recaps, uh, shall we announce what we're drinking this week? Yeah. Go for it. All right. I'll start off first. Um, I have two cans with me today. Uh, Both cacti, rocking the Travis Scott brand. Um, One strawberry and one lime. So. I'm probably gonna go strawberry first. That sounds appetizing. So we'll... are those cold? Are you? They are cold. Okay, uh, I was like, I've been... they look warm. <laughs> no, they're they're sweating. Ah, you yeah. can't see it. Oh, okay, no, I see. I see. They're sweating. There's some condensation. Is the name of the game. Um. So, yeah, they're cold. They're cold. So that's what I'm drinking today. Uh, Randy, what you drinking? I'm drinking my usual, and I'm starting to feel bad because I keep drinking the same thing. Uh, trust me, it is, felt, dude. it is in my head. Um, my thing is I don't want to buy a bunch of alcohol because I'm leaving soon. Um, and it's not really easy to get like one time or like single serving drinks. I think that's um, that should be part of the fun of making the podcast is that every time you just buy a different handle and you smash it. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> during oh, my God. The, during the podcast. Well, I got, I think, one more recording while I'm here. Um, and then after that, I'll be back home where I can get, you know, my, yeah, I can get, I have options and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm just going to spoil it this episode and next episode, I'm going to be drinking uh, pepper Jack still. So <laughs> yeah, let me just put that out there. But yeah, I got my pepper Jack. I think it's a, at least a double shot in there though. So okay, made okay. it a little, a little good. Little yeah, what you got, um, I'm stopping off in Germany to try a this is in the, another digging in the back of the fridge this is a pauliner 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 hefeweizen 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 okay this is <laughs> okay <laughs> we're gonna offend somebody oh my now God. <laughs> that could have been anyone <laughs> <laughs> There's a character from Inglorious oh, Bastards. Man. Yeah, you were just uh, impersonating somebody. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. But uh, all right, so uh, cheers, my dudes. Cheers, my oh, guys. Shoot. I didn't even pop mine open. You guys oh, are already popping. Oh my open. gosh, here we go. Hey, oh. shut the, open it. Shut. Oh, there we go. Open in front of the go. mic. Get that oh, fully damn. work. That's all good. All right, Next I'm one. Yeah, you have another can too. Just do it. I'll, I'll pop that. Cheers, guys. Cheers, my dudes. Ooh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good mix on mine. That's Ooh. not bad. It's a Munich wheat beer. <laughs> oh, it's wheat. Wheat beer. 
Then nice. Oh no, that's that's, that's Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fun. All right. Gut. So uh, let's get into some recaps. Sure, buddy. Um. All right. I'm trying to think. I don't even know what I did the last two weeks. Let uh, me. Let me. Since since I was around for the last two weeks for you. <laughs> oh yeah we, i was like what does that mean oh yeah we played a lot of we call played of duty. a lot of college yeah i just want to shout lot. us out because what it wasn't last week was it last weekend where it was yeah it was last weekend yeah last weekend we had what two one tournament friday two tournaments friday and another tournament saturday yep right that is we, correct we placed top three in each of those tournaments dude so yeah we it was good smashed. it was good it was really good and really we would have gotten first in one of them in the trios tournament, I think it's just uh, the time we we missed out by less than a minute. I'll yeah. say um, we yeah. started our game just a little too late, and uh, they didn't count it, so that sucks. But it's okay. We know what we can. We know what we're capable of, and uh, we did really good considering. Um, but we've also been playing a lot. Like I like lot, lot. I like how it sounds like the like post game interview as if you guys yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is it was like okay yeah we we could have done things better but uh overall we did really good randy randy bonesaw uh the the fans want to know uh <laughs> what could you have done better that would have placed you in a better bracket or in a uh, better tier uh, ultimately i just need to land my shots that's that's what Ooh. it always comes down to land the shots get into good positioning uh outsmart my opponent every every gunfight and uh have faith in my teammates you know we'll pull it off uh, also it's not bone anymore my gamer tag is just uh randy <laughs> i got rid of that whole thing just because we played with a a good amount of new people and i'm tired of people trying to decipher who's who and just go straight to the point it just says randy nice and, uh, yeah but uh yeah so we played a lot of call of duty the last two weeks um I took my final test in my class, got a nice uh, hundy, hundy stick. So that was dope. Uh, so now I have a little bit more time and then I'm done. Um, i trying to think. I saw some movies. What did I see? Um, Wrath of, oh, I already saw Wrath of Man, I think, over two weeks ago. What is that? Jason, Jason Statham oh. movie, heist movie, which was dope. Um, and then Fast 9 was yesterday, which was like, I already said it was pretty good. Um, I've been on my run game still hitting some good miles, some good mileage. Um, that's basically it. Nothing too crazy. Just hanging out, chilling. What about you, Rob? What you got? Um, not too much. Same old, same old stuff. I will say the highlight in the last two weeks had to have been the Padre second opening day. So Bro. For, for the listeners that don't know, California has reopened June 15th. I mean, what, what was the day of the game? Was it the 17th? June 17th. And it, so it was the first like full capacity stadium uh, thing. No first, masks. Like, yeah, first big thing I've done, you know, post getting vaccinated, post uh, the world kind of reopening. And my goodness, was it magnificent. I mean, I don't know, Alan. I mean, I went with Alan and uh, three of our other friends, but. Uh, I didn't go show up with you guys, but I walked in by myself, but it was like 
the feeling that vibe going in, i've been like i've gone to petco before but this time it like felt like electric it was just like oh yeah crazy energy walking back in some people were getting emotional like as we were walking into the stadium and you can hear like yeah, the crowds dude. and everything heard the fighter jets fly overhead yeah man that was it was a it was honestly magical to be out there and like it felt it felt uh, amazing to be out there because it's been over a year since we've had any sports like any sports events in in southern california i mean i'll be i went to the laker game um a few months back but it was just nice you know full capacity um you didn't have to wear your face mask obviously um i'm vaccinated and it was just um it was nice to be there it was nice it was just nice to be around and to put on top of that, you know, we have one of the best teams, one of the hottest teams in all of major league baseball right now. So one fun the, to watch. One of the best baseball players in the game right now, Fernando Tatis Jr. Fernan- or as I, I like to call him Fernando Papis. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Papi Tatis. Dude. He's he, like, he's just a fun dude. Like he's a fun dude to follow. Like he's, um, every time I see the Padres post about him scoring a home run, like he does this little like little hop skip to into third, and it's just oh man, this team is just a fun team to watch, and I haven't been this excited to watch baseball probably since last year when we were you know running the playoff series. But it's just nice to be around. And I will say that it was an exciting game to come back to. Oh yeah. I mean, Padres were up, I think, 2-0 for like the first six or seven innings. And it was just like, okay, it'll be like a little snooze fest, easy going. And then Cincinnati came back and scored like four runs at the top of the ninth. And so it was like 4-2. And I was like, no. So, I don't know if you guys noticed, Alan, I, tur- I put on my rally hat. Somebody had oh, told you me turned about it inside out? Yeah. And then you threw it on. And then oh, bottom man, of the ninth, bro. Four was, more runs. I was, I was gone out of my mind. <laughs> 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 by the time we made it to our seats we like sat down for like half of an inning and we're like let's go get drinks <laughs> like we literally went to go get drinks and we were gone for most of the game we i think we were we, we sat in our like- seats we sat in our seats like for the top of the third we watched like the through the bottom of the third and then we went to go get drinks and came back just in time for the seventh inning stretch <laughs> dang you got your stretch on already. You were good. But it was it was like, to be honest, it was a snooze fest up until the seventh inning stretch. Like on our way back to the seats, that's when Tatis hit his home run. Yeah, we missed that one. Yeah, yeah we we missed that one. We heard it, but we missed right. it. Um, and then we got to our seats. And then I think it was like, what, three? It was like 2-0. And then, yeah, the Reds came back in the fourth and or in the ninth, top of the ninth and hit four runs. And I was like, well. Just our luck. And then, dude, oh, boy, did we come back. So nasty. It was nice. And then, uh, yeah, and it ended with a fireworks show. Yeah, I had no idea it was a fireworks show. Amazing. So I was like, man, that was ma- it was honestly a legit magical, like, reopening day, uh, walk-off, two-run home run. So nasty. Oh, dude, it was just such an electric feeling. It really was. And then the come down from that sucked. Because, like, I didn't have anything to drink aside from alcohol that whole afternoon. 
And then Rob was like, I got to peace out later, guys. So he <laughs> left. And then I'm like, I was with um, our buddies. And they all live local, like like within a 20-minute drive of downtown San Diego. I live 45 minutes away from downtown San Diego. So I had to drive, but I, I was in no shape to drive and no condition to drive um, as soon as the game was over. So I was like, I got to get some food in me. I got to get some agua in me. And it was so hard to find because we were walking around like the gas lamp district and we we're looking for food and places were open and the places were closed. But I think they were looking for a specific place that was there and then the sign said, we are closed at eight. And I'm like, this sucks. And then they're like, well, what about CC's pizza? And they're like, well, we're closed at 10. We're like, well, is it COVID 10 or is it June 15th reopening 10? Like, should we still chance it? Should we still go? And then we went back and forth and they're like, well, let's call our buddy who lives down here in downtown San Diego and see if he'll cook for us. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm just, I'm here. I'm, this is your world. I'm just living in it now. And I mean, we ended up just finding, um, we ended up finding a, uh, like a pizza spot, like one of those like gas lamp pizzas. Um, and it was pretty bomb actually in my drunk stupor. So, and I had some water in me. So by the time I got back to my car, I was, I was solid. Um, but it also that feeling, the whole feeling of being downtown again, was just weird. Like it was weird because like we're open, but you still have the, the, I forgot what the, the dining situation is called, but outdoor dining. Uh, I don't know. Little Italy has a specific name for a specific term, but it's outdoor dining. So everything's outside. They, it's different because before COVID they had that street open. I think it was like the whole gas lamp was open but now they blocked it off the streets blocked off so you could just walk in the middle of the street so it was pretty pretty cool but again like i didn't mean to take over your recap but that was just such a fun time no i i mean that fills in that hole i didn't know what happened after i left i was like man i was a little jealous because i thought you guys were gonna go get like thai food but happy to hear that that shit was just pizza (laughs) (laughs) i only missed out on gas lamp pizza that's yeah and then they were like, it was weird again because there was people handing out like, oh, free cover, free cover here. Like handing out the cards. Like they were handing out like the little. The like little, the Vegas cards? Like the Vegas cards, right? They're like. <laughs> They're clicking. <laughs> like, hey, free cover, free cover. And then these girls were like, oh, free cover, guys. We're like, okay, cool. Like we're not going to go clubbing. I'm, like, Yeah, I'm, you just I'm, left the game. Like, I just left the game. I'm sweaty. Like I have to get home. It's a weeknight. Like, it's a weeknight. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we look at the cards and they're like strip clubs. And I'm like, uh, I'm not leaving downtown to go drive to a strip club. Like, that's just like. Yeah. Where's the nearest strip club to there? Like Midway? Midway. Like, geez, that's yeah. still a drive. Yeah. It it's weird that I knew, I knew that like right off the bat. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, the nearest one's Midway, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like how you tried to, <laughs> you tried to feign like you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Across the street from the from the U.S. Postal Service, that one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carl Junior's right there too, right? There's there's a couple on that street. It's right next to the pho place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, with the with the pink top, the one with the pink roof, right? Oh wow, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't know anything about that. Not not little darlings, though. They're close. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah. Was that that wrapping up your uh, two week? Yeah, that's all me, man. Yeah, I'm all tight. Um, Well, there goes my two week recap, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you spent it with me and then you spent it with Rob. That's two weeks. (laughs) I took uh, that whole that week, I spent it with Randy. I spent it at home, but I kind of took. I took like mental health LOA from work because work was just kicking my ass. So uh, took time off from work, took a week and a half. It was just nice to just chill, not have any itinerary. The only itinerary I had was like on a day to day taking taking my daughter to school, picking her up, uh, doing some minor housework, doing laundry, playing video games, uh, catching up on sleep, uh, working out. It was just it was nice not to have an itinerary, so that was that was nice. Um, my daughter, my daughter, my cousin had just graduated high school, so that was nice. So that's why I have this little doohickey, this little cardboard cut out of her of her <laughs> toothless face. So that Solid. shout out, shout out to my our high school friend Irish, who uh, helped out with that in the pinch. That was cool. Um, Oh, speaking of that night, we went to dinner at Din Tai Fung, but I remember we went to Padre, the Padres game. We were so hyped to get Din Tai Fung, so hyped to get dumplings, but the only thing they had there was bun bao, which is like the pork buns, the pork steamed buns. And I'm like, yo, how are you? Like, that's like going to In-N-Out and only having fries or like having fries available. Like the appetizer, basically. Yeah. It was just like, it, it really pissed me off you know, <laughs> Jeez, you're really, bent out of shape over that huh really grinded my gears so didn't i fung in petco park how dare you well wait, wait so that's like the only thing they sold or that's just what they had for that day that's the only thing they sold i think oh yeah I could be that's wrong. pretty lame i could be wrong yeah but i was <laughs> i was also to... really drunk so i was like uh, we'll, i think we'll have to fact check yeah. that uh yeah, at the next game yeah because <laughs> elaine might... Elaine was like, like a COVID menu thing. Elaine was like, oh, they don't even have Shalong Bows here, bro. They only got Bun Bao. And I'm like, yo, fuck this place. And like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, I mean, that does bring up a good point, though. If you guys are planning on returning anywhere, I mean, it was a clear example at Petco was that um, people are still getting into the idea of the world being reopened. And so like concession lines were crazy long super long well one thing i'm noticing too is that during covid all the like a lot of businesses and stuff like they lost a lot of their employees yep um and they like downsized and stuff like that because one they weren't getting the business to justify the amount of employees at the time Mm -hmm. and then the way california did it they're just like okay we're open and it was like there was no like I guess technically with the tiers, no, they, they kind of eased they into knew. it. Yeah, they knew in advance, but you know, people weren't, especially with the current uh, uh, climate. I guess you can call it political with climate. Political climate with jobs and everything. Like people aren't going back to their shitty jobs, um, so that's creating a workforce issue with places like that. Um, True. And yeah, I absolutely see it being an issue where it's like, sorry. I mean, I see it here. Where it's like, I mean, one example is like I'm living in a hotel right now and they 
just these last two days, they said they put like little letters in our doors. They were like, oh yeah, we can't do like the typical hotel upkeep, like the uh, housekeeping because oh, we don't shoot. have enough people. They were like, oh yeah, we can't do it on Friday and Saturday because we don't have enough people. So we'll, if you guys need anything, you guys can go to the front desk and get towels and linens or whatever. But besides oh, that, we're wow. not showing up because of, yeah, workforce. But it's not um, a typical hotel, thing. right? Like you're living in like a military. Oh, it's, a, it's a military hotel, but it's a, it's, they, they do the full service. Like it's a hotel, like <laughs> they do the full service as far as hotels are concerned. <laughs> Quit. Oh gosh. You guys are so bossed. You should have so kept that camera off my guy. I know. But uh, yeah, like that, like, I can absolutely see like workforce issues. Um, around and i can imagine california is pretty bad too just full opening one day and having to deal with it tight yeah i mean uh if you're headed out to pike uh to peco park do not get ballpark nachos <laughs> oh man i remember we were so hype ed ed was just like yo i'm gonna buy a hot dog and then we'll share some ballpark nachos together and right tight that sounds bomb and then um, I didn't hear the discussion that we were that Rob was buying drinks for us, so I ended up buying my own drink, and then he had a beer waiting for me, so I pounded my drink, and then like I sipped his drink, and I couldn't, I couldn't. By the end of the game, I was like, I'm, I'm going to throw up. Wait, if you I wasted going. it? Oh, oh my gosh. No. that's against everything that Alan stands for. I know. I offered oh it to gosh. people though. I offered it to Elaine and them. Oh. No, no, you're the worst. I am the worst. I should have carried it on the way out. <laughs> Just walk around <laughs> with a plastic cup of beer. Yeah. No, it was it was a lot of fun though. Like it, um we're planning on going back again for uh Fernando Papi's uh bobblehead night. So that's gonna be tight. Um it, it was just nice, like again the I remember we had drinks before the game and we our first toast was to being alive after the pandemic, which is macabre. Damn, that's deep. It's deep and macabre, but it was like, yo, I lost friends. I lost family to this, you know, to COVID and I'm sure they did too. And it was just like, I remember Ed, Ed kept reiterating, yo, we're here the whole time. He's like, we're here. We're here. And I'm like, I think you're more excited than me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people here. I but, think it, the thing that what he's getting at is we took it for granted before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like, oh, let's go to the game before. It's like, OK, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, no big deal. And now it's like, oh, shit. Like this was not an option for over a year, a year and a half. And now yeah. we are we as the U.S. are making our way out. And it's a good feeling. Super appreciative of, of yeah. what we have now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the last two weeks, uh, we had another special, very, a very special holiday. Happy Father's Day, boys. Oh, happy Daddy's Day to the daddies. Yeah. Ra- Rob is a zaddy. So happy, mm, straight za- up. happy zaddy's day. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <clears throat> happy yeah. Father's Day to you guys as well. Did oh yeah, guys... that is what happened last weekend. Huh? I kind of forgot about yeah. that. 
Well, it's just today's today's. Call of Duty and Padre games. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in in my defense, I I didn't get to celebrate it. I mean, I was I was without my family, my girls. So Father's Day was kind of a kind of a a downer a little bit just because of the situation. Uh, my girls try to try to do their best. They got me gifts and stuff like that. And obviously That's calls tight. and whatnot, but yeah. But you missed him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ty, dude. Um, did you guys do anything special? Like Rob, did you do anything special? I know Randy said he got calls and gifts. Um, Ange actually took me out to breakfast with uh, with Maria. Maria drove. So that was sick. <laughs> Pulling her weight. No, um, Ange knows that I love going out to breakfast. And that was one of the things like as a dad or as a father or like you know, as our family grew, like that was one of the things I look forward to. Every time we would go out to breakfast before Maria, that was, you know, thing I was jealous about seeing other families show up to like breakfast spots and, you know, having a little kid on the table or whatever, um, the little car seat. And I was like, Aww. dude, I can't wait for that to happen. So now that it's here, like anytime we get the opportunity, I'm like, let's go out to breakfast. Like, especially now that, you know, the world's reopened and stuff. I'm like, yo, let's get them pancakes going. Uh, I want them flapjacks. <laughs> give me them silver dollars. Uh, and so, yeah, she, she took me out to breakfast and then uh, they got me a very, very nice, simple, uh, understated gift. It's a just a, for the longest time, I always lose stuff on my nightstand, like my watch, my wedding ring, all that stuff like always falls off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they got me like a little dish um, where I can put everything. My tie clips, I've lost so many tie clips because that's I just don't have anywhere to put everything centrally. So she got me it. Um, and it's dope because it's a wood wood dish. And then it's on it, on it is engraved. It says, we love you 3000. So she's kind of like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> tying in my love for the mcu <laughs> and stuff and then they put a little private message on the back which i won't oh. read it's private it's private but oh uh, it's, it's like uh, jim and pam's letter oh my god dude <laughs> yeah. so definitely got me in the feels Goodness did you cry goodness. did you cry no no i got cried last year's gift um, what was last year's gift last year's was a, one of those personalized books have you guys seen them like on instagram or whatever where they yeah they make like a story based on on it has your name in it right right me and maria are in there and we're both like koala bears and so it's like a kids or a children's book book. yeah Yeah. and also that that was a little special even more so because that was your first father's day (laughs) dang bro congrats dude thanks man that's dope that's dope um so i got some big news for you guys i i got some big news for all the loungers listening at home okay uh by the time you guys hear this episode, I will have announced this, but Nancy and I are expecting. Hey! If I had a sound, the sound thing. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> yeah, a million yeah. times bullhorns. For sure, man. That's that's huge, man. Congratulations. Huge. Congrats. Huge. It's, yeah. um, it, it's a weird feeling, and I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry to my wife because sometimes like I feel like uninterested but it's not that I'm uninterested I'm just like I'm beside myself and I'm just like she doesn't see the the back like the background education I'm doing like I'm on like reddits like subreddits like reading like pre-dad it 
you know, Heck like, yeah. you, know Some good ones. To, you know, like I'm reading, I'm reading my stuff and like super interested, but, um, I think I'm gonna ask you guys at what point did it hit you that Randy and Rob are going to be Fernando poppies? Uh, for me, my first one was hearing the baby's heartbeat. We went in for that initial sonogram, um, and yeah, they, I mean, the technology is so advanced. I think at that time she was uh, eight weeks ish or 12 weeks or something like that. Um, and yeah, you heard that little, like, it sounds like an alien spaceship breathing. Yeah, that, <laughs> dude, it, it's, and it was it's going fast. so fast. Yeah, oh, dude. It's it, crazy. it got me, man. I got, I definitely got choked up for that. And I, it's, that's, that's when it starts feeling real because like it's, she, it's, she's growing. It's on the way, man. It's. Yeah, that's that's when it got real for me. Yeah, for me it was it was it hit me twice. That time it was actually the same exact time. I had we had the appointment, I heard the heartbeat and I was like, "Oh shit." Like we got home and I started crying. I was like, "Dude, this is like this is legit. Like here we go. Let's start this journey." Um and it was crazy. It was like, "All right, you know, we have 8 months now." You know what I mean? Like 8 months until she's here. So it's like, "Yeah, it hit me." But the next time it really hit me was the moment she was born. It was like, oh, snap. Like, oh, even shoot. even in the delivery room, it was like, I could, OK, whatever. You know, we're going through the process. She's in labor, all that. But no, once she actually came out and Jen was like pushing and all that stuff, like real talk, like when they were when the nurses and doctor was like, all right, you need to push like now. Like I almost passed out. I was like, oh, shit, like it's about to go down like you guys know me. Like I get, I get worked up, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like I might pass out right now. Like this is crazy. Uh, but yeah, then she came out. Everything went smoothly. You know, luckily we were we were blessed, and everything was was good. And then there Mia was, and I was like, "Oh snap! Here we go!" And my life changed forever. But yeah, that's, that's the second time it hit me hard. That's hard. crazy, dude. Like, yeah, like Nancy's like. Sometimes that Nancy is just like, uh, like we'll be in bed and she's like touch my belly or something like that, and like she hasn't she so now she's at thirteen weeks, uh, going on fourteen because we're like thirteen and some change, but she's um, sometimes like we'll be in bed and she's like touch the belly or touch my belly, you know, like, and I'm just like. Sometimes like it feels natural. Sometimes it doesn't. But like those times where it doesn't feel natural, it's because I'm like, dang, like this is crazy. And then like some like especially after the time when we went to the ultrasound, that's especially when I started like, you know, rubbing the belly every night, kissing the belly, you know, yep. like that's crazy, man. Um, we didn't get to hear the the heartbeat. I did cry. I did tear up. I didn't cry. I teared up when um when I saw it moving because it moved <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Like that's a baby. And that's my wife. And that's, that's my baby. Like this I is made that I made that. And it's crazy. It's, it's especially crazy. Cause like when they're like, Oh, when was your last uh, period and your last menstrual cycle? And they're like, Oh, it was, the, it was this date. They're like, okay, and then they do the ultrasound. And they're like, well, you're measuring this day and that day, so the contraception date is this date. And I was like, did we have sex that night? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, does that line up? That 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 doesn't sound right. 
And, you know, like, we've had this conversation before where, like, every time somebody's like, yeah, we're trying, like, the first thing that pops up in my head is like, oh, y'all, y'all are bumping uglies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, y'all are. It's always the weirdest one when, like, our parents are like, oh, when are you going to have a kid? Or something along those lines. Like, wait a minute, you're endorsing it now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I was I've 18, always... when I was 18 and 19, you didn't want me having sex at all. But now you yeah. want me to have sex? Yeah. Wow. No, that's weird. Yeah. So, um, that's, you know, that's when it hit me or it hits me is after the ultrasound, I was just like, damn, I'm going to have a baby. And then uh, every week we have this app called um, What to Expect. And then it tells you like, oh, your baby is the size of a grape today or, or this week or blah, blah, blah. And it always gives you like a recap of your week um, and a video. And it's just so cool. And I'm like always enthused and and interested in this in this video every week. And I, I love watching it. So every Tuesday, I always ask Nancy, I always ask Nancy, I'm like, hey, can I see the video? Can I see the video? So it's just it's really cool. Um, so yeah, man, I, it's, it's insane. It's coming. Um, shout out to all my friends who gave birth, um, during this crazy time, COVID time, dude, cause I, I'm blessed to be able to accompany her on yeah. her OB appointments. That's huge, man. Like I've talked to friends who had babies in the last year and they're like, my husband didn't get to go with me to, any of my appointments, they didn't go to go to my ultrasounds. I had to hear bad news by myself. I had to hear good news by myself. And I'm like, damn, like that's yeah, sucks. that's rough. But I'm blessed to be where we are now. I'm blessed to have been working in the field. So they're like, like, hey, usually we don't have guests or we don't have visitors allowed. But you know, you work here, yeah. So you're a VIP, and I'm like, okay, tight, thank you. You are VIP. Yeah. So. um, <laughs> Yeah, man. So shout out, Happy Father's Day, guys! It's crazy, it's crazy, man. dude. It's crazy. What like? So you're in a in a different situation than what we're in because obviously you have uh, your stepdaughter and stuff like that. So you have been in it already, playing the role for a while, um, but you weren't there for her um, birth and all that stuff. So you are getting into the point now where you're going to start experiencing those early life um, stages. So what is something that you're like excited for, for that early stage stuff? I'll tell you what I'm not excited for waking up in the night. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody is excited for that, man. That's Oh, everyone's like, enjoy your sleep now. I'm like, yeah, but I play video games until one thirty. Like, it's not yeah, but the then same, you get to sleep bro. solid after. No, it's not the same. Oh man, so it's, it, it's it's. I mean, I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but it's to the point where like you, there's so much sleep like uh, deprivation that you start like hallucinating. Man, there's a yeah. point where like Ange and I were both just out of our mind with um, just lack of sleep. We're, uh, I I remember there was one time where we were both in bed sleeping and I nudged Ange and I was like, where's the baby? And she goes, relax, she's right here. And she like motioned like under the covers, like in between us. And then she like revealed it, opened the covers and there was nothing there. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what happened? And then we looked and, you know, the baby was safe and sound. She was in that little next to the bed. The barrier thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah, we were both like, oh, gee, we're so tired right now. <laughs> like we, I didn't know who was in charge of watching the baby or what. But um, yeah, that was, that was one piece of advice that like a lot of people had told me was like, enjoy your sleep now. And I was like, ha ha, very funny. It's real, man. Like the lack of sleep is real. So definitely, man. Shoot. We're I'm four years it. in and I'm still tired. <laughs> you still <laughs> yeah. haven't gotten a full night's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> What's um like, how's one way to combat that? Like, I think we had told <clears throat> my buddy JP um, that when he was expecting, when we had restarted this podcast was that we take turns with a parent, you know, with your wife mm-hmm. and taking care of the baby. So one night the wife takes care of it and wakes up through the night and then the husband takes care of it the other night. So, well, one thing it I think one thing for me is the mindset, right? You have to have the mindset that you're not going to get a lot of sleep. If you have the mindset that you're going in like I'm I'm I need my sleep, I'm going to get sleep, you're going to just be pissed off every time you get woken up. If you have the mindset where it's like okay, I have to wake up in 2 hours. So, let me just try to get some sleep and then get your 2 hours and you're up again and you got to do your thing, like it's easier on you having that mindset um but one thing that we did was because i had work like i had i have to go to work every day um was we had shifts so it was like okay so between you know eight o'clock and two o'clock in the morning it was my my time so it was like okay you know i'll get the bottle ready i'll i'll change her diaper right off the bat and then i'll feed her and then try to get her to sleep and jen would like the thing that sucks is that even though you have those shifts, both of you are getting up like, right. you know, you know, at least in our situation, Jen would pump and, um, you know, try to go back to sleep. But yeah, that early shift, I was doing most of the legwork. And then the second half, Jen would pick up most of the slack so I can get some sleep before I go to work. Um, that worked for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also had, I mean, both of us were still, that was like three months in, you know what I mean? When we were finally like, okay, let's get some shifts going and stuff. But excuse me. Yeah. That first three months, you're just up, you're tired. You know, like that was when Mia never slept. She was just awake and we had to like hold her for her to even doze off. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But for advice, I I think it's more the mindset. You have to have the mindset that you're going to be awake. You know, if that means taking a nap in the middle of the day, take a nap in the middle of the day. Um, but you just have to be positive. You have to know that it's not forever and it's going to pass and you'll be all right. Yeah, you forget the the lack of sleep pretty quickly. Um, I guess my, my advice would be uh, sleep when the baby sleeps. A lot of people were telling like us that in the beginning and we were like, nah, I can do I got to do my other errands. I got to do chores. I got to do something. Um, I got to work if for some people like maybe that's the case but as much as possible man just try and sleep when the baby sleeps because that's another thing that's going to lead to the sleep deprivation is like you know instead of using that time when the baby's sleeping to sleep you're doing your other errands and stuff so then you're really at a deficit when it comes to times that you can sleep right right and and the other thing too as like as a father I don't know if it was it's the same for everyone but I know it was in our situation is that not only are you taking care of the baby, but you're also taking care of Nancy at some point too, especially 
that first like week or two after oh, yeah. <laughs> she gives birth. I mean, she's pretty much going to be bedridden, you know, yeah, she's going to be hurting. And so yeah. you kind of have to be, be the, uh, the go-to parent at that point. And, and I mean, uh, you know, it depends on how she delivers, you know what I mean? Like, true, true. Supposedly if she delivers, uh, with a cesarean, like supposedly that, like the recovery time is a lot worse uh-huh. um, for that, which I mean, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, depending on how she delivers, like it could mean that she's really actually bedridden for an extended period of time. And then that means you're really picking up the slack um, and it gets uh gets hairy, but you'll, you'll make it through it. I think that's the thing. Like I, like I said, with the mindset is people get so caught up in the now, like when they're dealing with a newborn that you just have to remember to just take it day by day. Every day that baby's getting bigger, every day that baby's learning, and you're just one day closer to, I guess you can call it normalcy. <laughs> like, you just get used to it. You're just like, all right, you know, things get a little bit easier. Yeah. Then six months fly by and the baby's sleeping through the night. You know, a year flies by, it's sleeping through the night. But it'll be dope. Damn. Can I ask you guys, um, you guys have said your baby's name's on on pod so how do you guys get to the names like how do you guys choose names did you guys and you guys since since you guys had girl names did you guys have backup names for boys yeah so mia we always liked that name um it's funny because people are like oh is it from the fast and the furious no it wasn't from the fast and furious but i think we were open to that name um from the get-go that was kind of the backup name for the i should say backup that was the name for the girl um, for the boy, um, we have like this little backstory with Jeremy. Um, it stemmed from back when I was in high school, when Jen and I first got together. Um, I played a lot of paintball and Jen went with me one time and there was this little boy there that uh, he was a walk-on to the field and I was a walk-on. Like We weren't with a team or anything. We were just there playing. Um, and his name was Jeremy and I was kind of walking him through like, how to play and stuff like that. So Jen saw that and had it and it kind of like struck a, a heart string. She was like, Oh, you know, like he's taking Jeremy under his wing and showing him how to play the game and stuff. So that right there kind of stuck Jeremy. And then, uh, the middle name for the boy was going to be Robert after this one guy. I don't know why I would ever name my son, Robert, but, um yeah so jeremy robert was going to be the boy's name um and did you guys do the typical filipino thing where you where her last name was the middle name no so we switched it up so jen's name is like that so when we got married she kept her original last name and then added mine after so with mia we added so Mia's name is Mia Rochelle after my sister. Um, and then she just has my last name. There's no other there's name. There's no other name. Yeah, there's no other one. Um, Aye. And it's going to be the same for if we have another one. But, oh, oh awkward. I should, uh, I guess we're going to mention that already. Um, I wasn't trying to mention it, but uh, oh, when I get back home, the wife and I were already talking. Uh, you guys are going to try it? Oh. I know. Sorry. 
the visuals but, uh, in my head. We made we made the decision that uh, we'd like to try again, and uh, nice, we'll see what happens. We'll see what Best happens. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to you. And yeah, but yeah, that's how we came up with the name. Um, Mia was just a a name that sounded dope for a little girl. That sounded dope and is dope, bro. Yeah. Rob, what about you? Um, so I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but my wife and I are Orthodox Christians. And so when it comes to naming your children, they're usually named after a saint or, uh, Bible names. And so, um, one of the things that just kind of worked out, uh, where Maria, her full name is Maria Eleftheria, which is actually the first name of both of our mothers so maria is my mom's name Eleftheria is um angie's mom's name and we decided to do that um obviously maria is after uh the virgin mary and we came to that because we didn't have the easiest time when it came to conceiving we tried a lot of different things short of like uh uh ivf um it got almost to that point and one thing that we did was we um got really i mean we were pretty you know strong in our faith already and another thing we kind of did was was pray to uh the virgin mary and so that's like another thing that we kind of do is you know you ask these like saints or whatever you pray to them and ask that they kind of take your prayers um and ask the big guy and so we did that and sure enough like it, it felt like it was an almost immediate thing um, where we were able to conceive, um, you know, out pretty quickly after that. And so that was like kind of our sign to be like, oh, okay. So we'll name her after, after the Virgin Mary. And it just so happened that that was my mom's name. Um, the other thing is that traditionally you name, it kind of take, it like goes back and forth. So the first child would be named after someone on the father's side. So in Maria's case, she's named after my mom. Our next baby would um, if we have a next baby, if we're blessed enough to have a, a next kid, um, would be from someone on Angie's side of the family. Um, and and nice. so, the, yeah, the other thing, too, is we didn't know um, going into um, our pregnancy. We didn't want to know the sex of the baby. We thought it would be super fun. We know that a lot of people don't do it, or at least a lot of our friends and family don't do that nowadays. And so we thought that'd be a little more exciting and stuff, too. Um is to find out the sex, like when the baby gets here. My parents did it. And so we were like, ah, let's try it out. And so we had two names prepared and I don't want to drop what the boy's name would have been just in case that second, the sequel comes through <laughs> um, and we're able to still use the boy's name. Nice. Dude, I'm a sucker for tradition. Yeah. Um, so like that, the whole thing with the first baby, having something from the dad's side and the second baby having something from the mom's side like that that is dope but the thing that gets scary is you know what happens if you only have one then it's never like gonna continue that trend well i guess the trend still continues but then one side is kind of left out you know what i mean yeah but I that's but like that's like an understood thing it's not like a, yeah that's oh. an understood thing it's not like a it's not like a hey you have to try until <laughs> yeah. you only can have even number of kids so it's yeah. fair yeah um so for a girl a girl a girl's name would be michaela alani 
and then Michaela uh, from Nancy's mom. Uh, her mom is Michaela. And then yeah. Alani came from Angelica. Um, Angelica's like, Alani. And I'm like, tight. I like it. <laughs> um, okay. It's it To me, it signified, like, the, the way we found out is that we found out the week we came home from Hawaii. Um, and then Aulani from uh, Disney Aulani in Oahu. So Aulani just, it kind of just fit. And it, 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 uh, it had a ring to it is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. So Michaela Aulani for the girl. Um, for the boy, it'd be Larry Ethan. Larry is my mom's brother um, who died at a really young age. Um, so I want to pay tribute to that because I always thought I was like, I was um, raised to hear all these stories of such a great guy. So I'm like, that'd be so dope, you know, for my grandparents and my mom to be like, dang, that's, you know, that's his name. Uh, and Ethan, um, Filipinos have a have a strange love for two first names. Um, my first name being Alan Ray, uh, and that's super traditional. Um, Angelica, my sister Angelica Ray. Um, and I, I don't know what it is about the two first names thing, but I knew a lot of people growing up who had two first names, and it was just it was just weird. But it's it's a traditional Filipino thing. I don't know, Rob, I don't know if you, Rob, or you, Randy, have second first names. No. Yeah. So, uh, Ethan was just kind of like a crack in the dark because Angelica was like, we were all figured th- figuring this out on Father's Day, actually. Angelica was like, what about Ethan? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that name, Ethan, because like I had a strange infatuation with it, with changing my name to Ethan in when I was in middle school. I don't know what it was. It was Ethan and Xavier. Like I was like, dude, those are sick ass names, blah, blah, blah. I always thought Ethan and, and Xavier were such cool names. So then Angelica was like, well, what about Larry Ethan? And I was like, well, that's tight. Like that is pretty tight. And then it works out because um, the baby's middle name would be Ojeda, which would be Nancy's uh, maiden name. So Larry Ethan Ojeda would be L-E-O, which is Leo, which is my grandfather's name. Dang, that's deep. So I was like, damn, this shit just works. Yeah. So um, we have a poll going at work to see what my (laughs) – just for shits and giggles to see what my baby would be. And they're saying five for boys, six for girl. Do you guys have a horse in the race? Like you guys saying one or the other? Obviously, first and foremost – the correct answer will will always be and forever will be we just want a healthy baby and we're fine with either one but that's not the fun answer yeah that's not the game yeah Uh, i always vote for a girl always like i have like i was even telling jen when i was like oh you know (laughs) let's try again do i want a boy or a girl before we had mia i wanted a boy really bad now that i have mia I want girls like it's just something about raising a little girl 
And I think I have kind of a bias because I don't have a boy. You know, I think my mindset might be different if I had a boy, but just the way that like experience that that experience of having a little girl and that mindset of having a little girl it completely changes you especially as a father it completely changes you you have a totally different strategy on how to raise a girl compared to having a boy um and i think that fathers especially as the first kid i think that they should have a girl just to have that experience um because i think stereotypically and I don't even know if the stereotype is a good stereotype, but like men want a boy and they want to have like that little, that little guy that you can rough house with and, and all that, you know, the stereotypical, like raising a boy stuff, you know, roll around the mud or whatever, get dirty, play with trucks and stuff (laughs) like, like that's cool and all like, that's great. But it's just when you have a little girl, it's very different. It really forces you to step out of your own comfort zone and learn what it's like to raise a different gender. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, you have to take into consideration all these other different things that you've never had to think about before. Right. Uh, right. And I hope that like, and I think that made me a better person and a better father. Um, So that's why I hope that everybody has a girl, especially for their first one. Okay. Rob, um, I wasn't paying attention. What was the question again? <laughs> uh, what would you? Just kidding, man. Oh, okay, um, for you guys, I, I vote. I don't want to say I vote, but I think it's gonna be a boy. I think you're gonna ruin this whole girl dad vibe that we have. I know. Going. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, it's just it's a I, you guys just give off a vibe like you guys are gonna have a a boy for that for the next kid. Um, that's just the aura that i got it's also a 50 50 shot true so that's oh you're not looking into all the all the uh wives tales yeah chinese calendar yeah when the baby was conceived and and what the temperature was (laughs) there's no rhyme or reason i don't i feel like there's no rhyme or reason to any of that stuff and we're just chasing rabbit holes at that point and i'm just like when it comes out it's either gonna have a penis or it's gonna have a vagina and we're gonna be fine with either one of those Yep, and then I was, I'm like, if later down the line they don't feel like they're either one of those, that's fine too. Like, whatever. Like, as long as they're they're happy with who they are, like, I'm straight. As long as they love me and and their family, like, and respectful, I'm straight. Like, this is great. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I realized right now that I didn't answer. I didn't answer Randy's question earlier, where he was like, "What are you looking forward to the most for raising a child?" Yeah, you said which yeah. what are you most like a, dreading? Like dreading, <laughs> yeah. dreading the sleep the lack of sleep. Um no, I I guess I'm looking forward to holding my offspring in my arms. You like know? The, the the first time it happens, you mean? Like Yeah. Like and that that whole first year, like while they're still like itty bitty, like you know, like um so not, i wouldn't even say learning they're just going through the growing phases and all that stuff i'm like i'm looking forward to all that stuff and i'm i'm looking forward to stupid talk 
<laughs> yeah, just the, the the kid conversations. Yeah, like I hear I hear Mia, and I'm just like, dude, that is hilarious. It's fun. It's fun right now. I hear I hear her, and then like, you know, when we're playing video games, and you're like, say hi to Uncle Alan, and she's like, hi Uncle Alan, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> I want to hear that all the time. Like, I want to hear like, hey, daddy. Like, I want to hear that stuff. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make it like, what's it called? Not like a voicemail, but like, I'll have Nancy like call my phone and then make a voicemail of like the baby going like, hey, daddy. Like all this other stuff. Like, just so I can hear it yeah. on a bad day. But um, yeah, just stuff like that. Like, I'm looking forward to like just experiencing that because right now, um, it's it's super fun raising Sydney from from where I've met her from that standpoint. Like she's made leaps and bounds, and like I like being that father figure, that authority figure, um, and that disciplinarian. Because Nancy didn't necessarily have that, you know. Like Nancy ne- didn't like have that backup. Like her backup was her, you know, was her sisters or her her mom. But like Nancy and I could talk about things and like, hey this is what you did earlier and I didn't agree with it. Maybe do something different next time. And I'm like, okay, tight. Thank you. Like the conversation obviously doesn't go that well, but like, it's nice to, uh, to co-parent, you know, like that's, that's a big thing, especially with step parenting is like, you have to co-parent. I come in with like, with a different mindset than what she had. And she's coming in a different mindset from what I had. Like, it's just not, it's not the same. So um, co-parenting is huge. I'm excited to co-parent with Nancy. I'm excited to see um, or to raise a baby from, you know, from such a small being to um, hopefully, you know, hopefully till the day I die, you know, like see how they grow. I'm looking forward to that. Like I, Nancy's like, how many kids do you want? I'm like, I want four. Like I want a lot because, um, in my family, there's never going to get sleep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll sleep when I'm dead. Right. There you go. But, um, no, like in our family, like it's my sister and I, and then with my mom, like with her generation, it was like her and three other, three other siblings, um, and then, you know, so like we always had a big family and even now, like I have my cousins who, or I had my cousins who were around. So we're, we're a huge family and I, I want that. I want like that big family feeling. I want to like, so that when I get older and I grow up and they grow up and get older, like I'll have a large family that is still around, you know? So like and Rob had, you know, two siblings with him. And it was just, it's nice to be around. Like, it's nice to have that forever adventure buddy or forever family, you know? Yeah, that companion. Yeah. Well, that's dope. All right. Um, So, Alan, I wanted to ask you, like, since you're the new dad and stuff, and, you know, as people are finding out, um, have you gotten any weird advice yet from from anybody trying to impart (laughs) wisdom on you? No. No, I don't think like Oh man. Yeah, I'm no. sure most people their their thing is gonna be like, oh you know, the sleep one. The sleep one is always like the baseline. Sleep, sleep is like bottom line. Baseline. Enjoy your sleep. And I'm just like, bro, I like 
I get it. I, I don't know how to enjoy my sleep much more than I'm enjoying it right now. Like I'm enjoying just living right now, you know, like, like I'm enjoying that, yeah. you know, like sure. I'm enjoying getting a good night's rest, but I'm like, I, I do what I do and like, I'm enjoying it. Like I'm sure when the baby gets here, like it's going to suck, but I'm going to enjoy the suck, you know, like, yeah. Um, but as far as like bad advice, <laughs> okay. All right, I I enjoy it. I got I got it. I got it. I got it. These guys over here pretending to suck something. Anyway, enjoy um, it. <laughs> no, no one's giving us bad advice. Uh, it's funny because at my work, we say there's something in the water because there's uh, a coworker of mine who is two weeks ahead of Nancy. Another coworker who's four weeks ahead of Nancy, another coworker whose wife is eight weeks ahead of Nancy. So like they're like, we have, we're all like, you guys are going to have like workforce issues. Oh if yeah. Everybody's taking maternity leave. Come December, come leave. December, dude, people like, we're not going to be there. Like, yeah. You're going to need a whole new staff. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I don't know what, what she has going to do. Good luck. Yeah. It's, it's not your problem. Yeah, not my problem. Uh, welcome to the great state of California where I get 12 weeks off. For Do you really? Leave. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. That's a yeah. lot. 12 weeks? Yeah. That's 12 dope. Weeks off. You don't have to take them consecutively. You can take them uh, over the course of the first year. Yeah. So you could do yeah. like every other week kind of thing. Yeah. Welcome to the civvy life. I got a sick 10 days. Jesus, <laughs> Dude, that's man. That's so yeah. terrible. I got 10 free days. And then after a year of, after Mia was born, a year later, they revised it to 21 days. Nice. But still. Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. I took my own, I had to use my own time off to get a month, basically. But yeah, that's 10 so days. so dumb, dude. It is what I mean, it like, is. Well, it's more, that's for the father. For the mother, I think you, you get way more. But yeah, for the father, there's like, no, get back to work. But yeah. That's crazy talk. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Oh, but uh, to go back to uh, having that, uh, what is it called? The, uh, I'm blanking. That co-parenting. Um, and, and sharing the workload and stuff like that. Don't forget, Sydney's there too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, this is definitely her journey as well. And absolutely use her. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Dude. hey, go change the diaper or something. You know what I mean? Like, just those yeah. little things. And I think that'll make her, one, appreciate the struggles of being a parent, uh -huh. you know? And it'll also get her closer to her sibling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I remember when you were little and right off the bat, she's going to have this experience on what it's like to get close to your sibling, even at such a a fairly big age gap because she just turned nine. Yeah. Right. Today. So, yeah. Today. So so a nine year gap, that's that's pretty big. Like, you know, she's already going in. I mean, by the time the baby's, you know, one, she's getting close to middle school. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh -huh. a pretty big gap. But absolutely use her and take advantage of having that other person around that's <laughs> old enough to help. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, 
that's that's going to be fun too because um, Sydney, when Sydney was born, her Nancy's sister was nine years old. So it's like you know, I I keep going back to that and telling Sydney I'm like, hey, like when this baby comes out, you're going to be the same age as your Thea. Like you have to set the example, you have to set the bar, you have to, you know, if I like. I need you to help with this baby, like, and help raise this baby with your mom and I. And it's like, yeah, Papa Bear, yeah, Papa Bear, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help. So I'm all right. Like when when this baby starts peeing in the in the air because your diaper's <laughs> open too fat too long. Like, <laughs> let's see how let's see how fast you help. You know what I mean? But I I'm not worried about diaper changes. Like that's easy peasy lemon squeezy for me. You change like, adult diapers for a long time. Hell yeah. Kid diapers I, are nothing. Kid diapers are nothing. I'm just like, whoop, 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 whoop. There you go. Yep, done. Do that shit with my eyes closed. I'll be like Jim in the office, like putting <laughs> diapers on footballs. Um, I, I'm just looking looking forward to it, man. Uh, did you guys get any weird advice? I wouldn't say it was weird advice, but the amount, and I think I think you're right, Alan, because you guys are still in the early stages of it. And once like Ange starts showing, or like more and more people, you know, start knowing and stuff, that's where like the unwarranted advice will start coming through, and people will try and be like, yeah. "Oh, you should um, teach the baby Chinese or something like, also or whatever." I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, you guys to- haven't officially announced it yet, too. So people, yeah. the so people that are in the know are still not that many. Yeah, we weren't looking forward to announcing it till the till June thirtieth. Um, so when this episode comes out, it will be yeah. That'll be obviously. today. That'll be today for the uh, for, for the one the ep- one for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're announcing it on social media um, to extended family and friends. Uh, so it's, it's it's that'll be the day. So. Um, Nancy is barely showing, like I noticed a difference. Um, so I don't, we, I don't think we, anyone's ever come up to us, but like, I'm so looking forward to like, I was so happy to see when she had a little itty bitty bump. Um, and then when they did the ultrasound, the second ultrasound, I was like super happy to see where they put the, um, the probe because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the ultrasound probe. Anyway, it was it was just nice because like I know where the baby is now. Like I know where it's sitting. Like I know where it's I know where it's at. So like I get to like kiss the stomach in the exact spot where that baby is, or like I get to rub or like massage not massage, but like you know, press on the stomach and like all this other stuff. And it's just it's nice. It's super nice to uh to do. Just wait till the baby's all big and you can see it like moving Kick. around and it's oh like, my oh my God. Like, like when she's already like in her, like right to right about to be born or when the baby's about to be born and that baby like rolls over at all, dude, that stomach looks gross. Dude. Whole, yeah. Ripple move. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like you could see it. Like it's like a little thing is rolling around in there. It's like if you put Alan in a sleeping bag and then Alan, you just try to roll over with inside <laughs> yeah. the sleeping bag. That's what that shit looks like. <laughs> oh. And you're just like, oh, God. It's just I've, elbows and knees. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. I've seen I've seen birthing videos when I was in nursing school. And um, 
it's just it's a crazy thing to know that like a baby comes out of the vagine, you know, mm-hmm. like that's like the crowning, like the head popping out and just the head popping out. Like, it's just like, it's crazy. <laughs> dude. It's so crazy. Like, and I, I'm legit, I'm legit looking forward to it. Cause like, it's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's, that's absolutely. life. That's life happening before our eyes. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm just, Oh man, I'm, I'm enjoying these, these uh, these moments, you know, taking mental pictures every here and then, of like Nancy, Nancy, like being like, oh god, I gotta throw up, and like running to the restroom. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, like this first trimester sucks, you know. Like, like we were so happy to find out when she was pregnant, but then like with that comes the parts that suck. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's part of life and part of bearing life. And it's just, it's both sad and beautiful at the same time. And like, I, yeah, I'm taking mental pictures, but it's like, until this happens again, this won't happen again. You know, yep. I mean? like, I'm enjoying it for what it is. I'm enjoying the mental, the growing pains. And uh, I'm excited, I'm excited for this baby. So, Alan, I know that you're in this, like, especially like this time right now, this like early stage thing. One of the one of the most fun things for me was telling people. And so I just want to know if you had an interesting or. I guess, a fun announcement story, like when you told a certain family member or friend or something like that, like their reaction or like the way you guys went about it, like. How Uh how did that announcement go? Uh, so when we found out Nancy was already at four weeks, um, and I think we didn't tell anybody until she was five or six weeks. Uh, I forgot how that timeline went. Um, but the re- the way we found out was that Nancy was like, we had just came home from Hawaii and then Nancy was taking Sydney to soccer practice and then before they left the apartment for soccer practice, Nancy's like, oh, my God, I don't feel good. And Nancy's like, well, let me just take a pee test. And, like, slowly that line became less um, less uh, transparent and became more defined. And she's like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. <laughs> but she didn't say she was pregnant. But I have, like, the little blink camera from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was inside of our apartment, and I, like, I had it on. I w- it wasn't on for the longest time, but I had it on, and then I was like, oh shit, there's motion in my living room, like, and I checked it, and then Nancy's on the phone. She's talking to her friend. She goes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Knowing, like, uh huh. Who are you talking to? What guy? What guy is this? Huh? And then, but I was just like, whatever, like. Nancy's uh, Nancy taking Sydney to practice. It's it's like I I heard the name she was talking to, so I was just jo- joking around. But it wasn't until that weekend where she was like, she had this whole plan set up for me about how she was going to announce, like tell me. So she got. I remember I was playing Warzone with Randy that Friday. Yeah, because I took the. Dude, I was so done with work. So 
flipping done with work. I called off sick. And I was Alleg- like, I'm done. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. He was feeling pretty bad. Yeah. So I, pooped. I had wet a- poops. I yeah. had wet poops at least four times that morning. So I called off. But then right, <laughs> right after I called off, they were dry and they were ready. They were regular. So, you know. It's hard hey, to tell. Body does body the does, body does things. things. Yeah. Um, so I was playing Warzone with Randy and Nancy was like, No, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go pick up Sydney from school, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, whatever, like whatever. I'm gonna go play a video game still. So then she comes home and she's like, Close your eyes, close your eyes. And this is like this is maybe like a month and a half before my birthday. And I'm like, oh my god. And she's like, I'm going to give you a birthday gift, okay? I'm like, no, don't give me my birthday gift because I hate getting birthday gifts early. Like, hey, I hate getting gifts early. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't want it. Because, like, I want something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So, so, um, Sydney went to go to the shower and Sydney did, you know, Sydney didn't know yet. So, Sydney went into the shower and then, Nancy's like, babe, I need you to come here. And like, I think Randy had j- and I just got done playing. So then I, she's like, close your eyes though, okay? And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I close my eyes and she walks me into the room. And she's like, okay, open your eyes. And I open my eyes. And it's like uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. But on top of the chocolate-covered strawberries is an ultrasound of the sack of where of the baby. And I was like, wait, I know this is an ultrasound. I don't know what the heck that circle is. But these chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> I'm about to smash these strawberries, these, though. These chocolate-covered strawberries spell something out. And it says, soon to be dad. And I was like, no way. And like my mind is racing. I'm looking at the the sticks, the home pregnancy tests that are like laid down next to them, like laid down on the box on the floor or the bed. And I was like, no way. And I'm I was like, like wait, crying, she had the dude. sticks on the strawberries? Like, no, no, she no, peed, no. She peed no. on those. <laughs> <laughs> These strawberries taste funny. Hey, man, you don't know You don't know if I'm about that life. No, I, oh, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. So she, um, so I said, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, uh, I'm just crying. I'm just like, holy shit, like, this is it. And then later that, you know, I think the week after that, we told Sydney. Um, and then the same, we we wanted it to tell my family the same day that we told Sydney because Sydney can't keep a secret. So we're like, okay, we, if we tell our family, we have to tell Sydney. So we told my family, we told Sydney first, and she had, like, she started crying. I'm like, wait, because we handed her a book, and on the book it says, um, like, I'm going to be a big sister. And then she, like, read the front. And I don't know what she read so fast, but she started crying. And I was like, oh, shit, you read good. Because, like, like, I didn't know that she read that good. And she's like, she, I was like, Sid, what does it say? She goes, I'm going to be a big sister. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like my, my mind was running. And then Nancy was crying. And then Sydney was crying. And then we're all crying all of a sudden. And then um, we had to tell everybody like in little spurts because um, we didn't want anyone to give the secret away. 
So we told, um, then we told Nancy's sister, who just so happened to be in town, and she was excited. Um, and then I told my family, who who was everybody was home, you know, my grandparents, my grandma's brother, um, my mom, my stepdad, Angelica, um, her husband, and all the kids. And then my mom, like that one, that's the one where like that's the reaction where I got, I was like, I got teary eyed because uh, like we handed them a box and it was just like a regular box. And um, on the box, it says two. And then I wanted Nancy to put on the, on the top of the box it says two um, Angelica Mel or auntie Angelica, uncle Melvin, um, grandma, grandpa, and then it said Lola, which is my aunt, and then Auntie Hannah, Uncle Jarek, Uncle Sydney, or Uncle uh, Nico. Nico. And then at the bottom it says Great Grandma, Great Grandpa, and that was going to be the kicker. And then they opened the box and it was a baby set of Jordans. Um, so they opened the box, and my mom's like wait, what? What? And she starts flipping out and she's like, no way you're pregnant. And dude, like, Oh man. Um, and then that's, that's the video I got. But then my grandpa's reaction, I wish I recorded it like the whole time, but like, I thought the reaction was done, but my grandpa, he was just like, like, man, like, he, was, he did like the the good job nod, like yeah, good job, good job. He's like good job. <laughs> he was like good job, and then like he was crying, and I was like, damn, like this is intense, like this is emotionally intense. This is like this is great. Um, so I was just excited, you know. My grandpa was excited, um, my grandma was excited, and then my mom was like, wow, it's good to know it still works, huh, Alan? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh my gosh. There we go. See, there now they're go. just endorsing it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just, that was probably the best uh, reaction. My my dad's reaction was kind of just like a good job, son. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like most dads like, but he was, he was visibly excited. And then my, my in-laws were just, they were so ecstatic. So they were, everyone was excited. Um, everyone's excited. Like my in-laws, my sister-in-laws, they've been rooting for us to have number two or I mean, number one, but to have another baby. Um, so that's, that's like, you know, when we announced it to them, they're like, oh my God. Like finally uh, were, kind of thing. Yeah, finally. But they were yeah. hugging, they were hugging each other and didn't hug me or Nancy. <laughs> so we did like, it. They were like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> yeah. And then. You know, my other sister-in-law was like, oh, like, why are we hugging each other? We should be hugging Nancy and Ellen. I'm like, yeah. But by far, my grandpa's reaction was probably, like, the one that stood out to me the most. Oh, yeah, because that's going to be the first great-grandkid, right? Yeah. Yeah, first great. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a very good feeling. It's crazy to think that we're at that point in our lives. Yeah, dude. (laughs) 
except for that Padre game, didn't <laughs> it? Did it, like I felt so young. And then as soon as like ten o'clock hit, I was like, "Ooh, I can't be out. Like, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. Like <laughs> I can't do this anymore." And then, like I saw all the kids, like kids, but all like the twenty year olds, like getting ready to walk into clubs, and I was like, "Fuck, man! Like can't I, do it. I'm ready to go to sleep." And you guys are like just waking up. Like I can't. I can't with you guys. Yeah, that's dope. Any other questions, boys? Any other questions for me? Ooh, Ooh yes. So, speaking of June kicks of the day, when this when this uh, this podcast posts, I got a I got a um, a shoe that I was gonna wear for that special day. He's gonna spoil it, but it's just for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm I saw it already. I'm gonna spoil it for for Rob, but um. I mean, by the time this is posted, by the time this is posted, it's, uh, you know, you'll, you'll know, you'll know what it is for, for the it's rest fire. of your listeners. It's fire. Super duper hot fire, dude. Like you can't even like, I'm just going to show you <laughs> the, the Nike air monarchs. Dad shoes. There you go. Dad shoes. (laughs) Did those come with khakis or do you have to get them separate? They actually have the jean shorts inside of the shoe box. Dang. With the polo. With the polo. (laughs) You got to tuck it in. It comes tucked in. (laughs) With the the belt that's the the woven belt that we're talking about. (laughs) The Nike Air Monarchs. I think it's like the Monarch 4. I yeah, think it's the actual name. Yeah. Like, golly, it's such an ugly name, too. <laughs> they made <Years>. three others. <laughs> that's, Nan- a, that's a dad shoe. Nancy didn't understand it. And then, but when I when I showed Angelica, because she was like, Kuya, you got shoes in today. And I'm like, yeah, tell me what's new. But anyway, she's like, you got shoes in today. And I'm like, okay, tight. She's like, tell me what they are. Tell me what they are. And I'm like, no, you're going to have to wait till June 30th. <laughs> Because the whole point was uh, June, like the whole June kicks of the day would be the lead up to the announcement of the baby. And on the day of, on June 30th, which would be the last day of, of June, um, I would be wearing the dad shoes and then drop the baby shoes In into the, the frame. Yeah, into the frame. Yeah. And that would be the announcement. So sick. So um, that... That was going to be the uh, the announcement, and uh, Angelica got the Angelica got the joke. Like we were at Pizza Port, and she's like laughing Damn. her ass off, or not laughing her ass off, but she was just laughing. And, and Nancy's like, "Wait, what? Like I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it. Like and I'm like, it's just a dad meme. Like like when you're firing up the Honda the Honda lawnmower, like." Hell yeah, you got man. your khakis on uh, with the uh, the woven belt tucked in white tee. Crew cut and, socks. Yeah, crew cut with socks. The, with pulled the monarchs. Up, pulled up toit, nice and toit. Real toit. All the, all the way up. Um, and you got the fresh Nike Monarchs. Um, on that rideable lawnmower. Yeah, man. Light that uh, thing up, start riding. Yeah. Dude, it's... <laughs> About that life, about that dad life, that zaddy life. You know, real talk though, 
besides the outfit, it would be dope to have a rideable lawnmower. And just <laughs> let's be dude, honest, like, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm like, dude, I, I actually appreciate a well manicured lawn. It's Goodness. dope. Ooh. I do like there, like even when we were living in Massachusetts, I had to mow my own lawn. Dude, there's just something like I had a big lawn and it took a long time to mow that thing. So when it was all done, it's like, hell yeah, dude, it's dope. Looks fresh. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just getting old, I guess. Um, any other questions, boys? Any other questions for me? No, I don't think I have any other questions. I'm just stoked. I'm very excited for you. Yeah, man. So hyped, my guy. Um, you know Nancy's going to be listening to this, so let's give a quick shout-out to my wifey and the bearer of my child. Boom! There it is. Uh, Congratulations. Shout-out to wifey, dude. Like, uh, like, I keep telling her, I'm like, thank you for, think like, I, no words can explain like how much I feel right now, like how thankful I am that you are going to be the one carrying my child, carrying our child. Um, and I don't have any of those pains. I don't have any of those growing pains. I don't have any of those, that nausea. Um, I catch some of the, the emotional flack, um, but that's okay. Like if that, if I'm the pincushion, like I, I have to be the bearer of that. Um, and I, I tell her, thank you for carrying my child. Like this is, it's not easy. Um, it's, it's tough, but there's a reason why there's a reason why, um, she, or like women have made this, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but there's a reason why like, women have the strength to do this and she her first delivery was with uh without an epidural oh jesus see that's, that's what i'm saying our obgyn was like you and me alan we're never gonna feel that pain i'm like never yeah in our lives we will never feel that pain and like even my obgyn was just like nancy you are a tough cookie yeah that's like, hardcore. yeah i believe it like that's fucking intense capital book <laughs> oh, that that uh, brings up a good point. I wanted to bring up uh, with the whole like journey and everything. Um, just as advice to, I think fathers in general um, that are going into this journey is that yeah, we'll never as the father experience what the mother has to experience, um, and that's good and bad. Um, but the way that we can contribute and help and assist and all that stuff is just do all the little things. Like I remember with Jen, especially towards the end of the pregnancy, um, she couldn't put her shoes on because her belly was too big. Like she couldn't Mm. physically like bend over and tie her shoes. So I would go down there and I would tie her shoes for her. Um, I would help her out of the bed. I would help her, you know, even put her, her her pants on because she couldn't bend over to pull her pants up. Mm-hmm. Um, just little things like that. And then obviously after the baby was born, picking up all the slack that she couldn't do, um, she couldn't do a lot of stuff. Um, and that's huge. You know, we physically don't have to go through what they do, but at least we could support in any way that we can. Um, and another big one that we had another big, uh, I don't want to call it a struggle, but another big, uh, experience that we had was postpartum depression. Um, and that's huge 
Um, and just as a, uh, a word of advice to the fathers or just anybody around uh, a mother that just gave birth, just look out for the signs. Um, if you see the signs, say something, do something, um, support all that stuff. Cause it's, it's very real, you know, like I'm sure, um, in the dad subreddits, it might not be very common. Um, because obviously we don't have to deal with it like directly. Um, but I'm sure in the mom subreddits or mom groups and stuff, it's fairly common and it's more common than one might think. Um, and it's a little weird. I ran into this situation where the older generation didn't really acknowledge it because I feel like it went undiagnosed in previous yeah. generations. Um, but it's a very real thing and it's hardcore. Like if you look into it, it gets very serious, very fast. So um, just be on the lookout for that kind of stuff and support um, in any way that you can. Um, Solid. Yeah. It's good stuff. But yeah. Solid, solid, solid. Exciting times. Congratulations. We are Thanks. very, very excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't wait. And uh, just as a, of course, I, I'm sure we don't have to say this, but if you ever need anything, we are here. We can help guide and give advice if needed. But uh, cheers to uh, Alan, Nancy, Sydney, and uh, the new little one. Thank you, Baby guys. on the way. Ah. Ah. All right, y'all. Well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to our channel on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher to know when we drop a new episode. And if you feel like this episode, please hit the like button to help our podcast grow. Thanks for stopping by the lounge. My name is Rob. I'm Alan. And I'm Randy. And we'll catch you guys next time. There we go, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> the delivery was good. I just liked it. <laughs>